Thank you for tuning in to the Practical Preservation Podcast. Please take a moment to visit our website, practicalpreservationservices.com, for additional information and tips to help you restore your historical home. If you've not done so, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, and also like us on Facebook. Welcome to the Practical Preservation Podcast, hosted by Danielle and Jonathan Kepperling. Kepperling Preservation Services is a family-owned business based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, dedicated to the preservation of our built architectural history for today's use as well as future generations. Our weekly podcast provides you with expert advice specific to the unique needs of renovating a historic home, educating by sharing our from-the-trenches preservation knowledge and our guests' expertise, balancing modern needs while maintaining the historical significance, character, and beauty of your period home. Today on the Practical Preservation Podcast, we have Sam Pardue uh, from uh, Indo. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, Sam. Oh, it's great to be here talking about preservation with you. Yes. So tell me a little bit about your background. Well, I uh, grew up in Kentucky, but I moved out here to Portland, Oregon about uh, 24 years ago to work for Intel Corporation after I got my MBA at Carnegie Mellon. But I worked just a few years there before I became an entrepreneur. And my first business was a special effects camera lens business. But then I became an accidental historic preservationist when I launched Indo Window Inserts. So I uh, actually, I wouldn't say completely accidental, but what I mean by that is that when I started the company, I was really um, in a panic about climate change. Mm. And that was a big motivation for me. I wanted to reduce my carbon footprint of the energy being lost through my windows. And my first thought was like a lot of misguided Americans, I thought, well, I should replace my windows in my house. But I was living in a 1906 Portland Craftsman house that had beautiful original windows. And the more I looked at them, I I, I just realized that I could never achieve, no matter how expensive a replacement window I got, I would never get the same quality of craftsmanship, the rippling glass, the old growth timber and the window frames. And so I just couldn't bear to rip out those windows and replace them. And that's kind of why I ended up, ended up inventing the end of window insert was <laughs> to save those beautiful windows, yes. but also to make the living space more comfortable and energy efficient. Definitely. Um, and you kind of explained your why, your, your why, why preservation. Um, what solution were you looking, what, what solution did you, you create that maybe wasn't being met by the marketplace at that time? Sure. Well, fundamentally, I wanted something that wouldn't mess up my windows, either physically or aesthetically. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at replacement windows and of course they're a disaster. Um, I didn't want to do external storm windows either because I thought that would really mess up the aesthetics of the house. Right. And so the end of window insert, um, our product is a, a sheet of acrylic glazing edged with our silicone compression tube. So it has the lightest touch physically and aesthetically of any solution to uh, improve your window efficiency and comfort. Yeah. And 
you know, it's, it's such a simple product design from a mechanical designer point of view. It's, it's pretty simple. It's a sheet of acrylic edge with our, our compression tube. But the, the challenge of the business is that every single window is significantly out of square. And right. so for the product to fit, we had to develop, we had to invent something that allowed our invention to work in the marketplace. And so we had to invent a way of laser measuring the window frames to get really precise uh, measurements back into our factory so that we can make the window insert to be the exact shape of the inside of your window frame, even if it's significantly out of square. Out of square. Okay. And of course, with older homes, you know, that out of squareness issue is very real. In fact, although we make inserts for every decade of home construction, mm -hmm. um, still the great majority of them are for older homes. And about 95% of all window frames are significantly out of square. <laughs> I can believe so, it. Right. And some of them are really, really far out of square. So for us to really deliver a, a high quality product that delights our customers with excellent quality, we had to do more than just invent the product. We had to create right. a system. And right now at this time, we have about 450 laser measuring kits all over the United States and people are using them to laser measure their windows. So it's been a big uh, growth, but um, it turns out that with the right guidance and the right systems, we're able to offer a snug fit guarantee to anybody guarantee the product will fit in their out of square windows. Yeah, that's, that's great. Cause I know our struggles with some of the other storm window companies have been, we have to order them multiple times because they're not fitting or, you oh, know, we, yeah. we, it's, 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 it's a struggle. So, so I, I do appreciate that. And the other thing that I like about your product is that it is so lightweight mm -hmm. um, for, for people. Cause some, some of them, especially in very big windows can get really heavy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We use acrylic instead of glass even though it's more expensive. I mean, people, I don't think often realize that acrylic is a, a premium material, but we use it because it is uh, much stronger than glass and much lighter weight, much easier for people to handle. But even with our product, a very large window can be a two person installation right. and removal yeah. process. But now, we, you, yeah. mm -hmm. I was just going to ask, do you have um, like the ability to do like arched around windows or is that? Yes. Okay. In fact, we do those all the time and they are gorgeous. It, it, it uses a different measuring technique right. and yeah. some of the older style. A lot of times we're getting templates uh, made with paper, but uh, we deliver a product that just presses into place. And I think the people that have these custom geometries are amazed that they found a solution that works <laughs> so well yes. and it doesn't cost an incredible amount of money. We, we do charge, they are extra work for us at the factory. And we, we almost do them purely out of love of those beautiful windows <laughs> yes. because we're really not making any money on, <laughs> on these custom geo products, but we really like to provide a complete solution to everybody. And we had many, many really happy customers. We can do very complex geometries as well oh, that's um, great. bat wings and things mm -hmm. like that arches oh, yeah. all different shapes we can do okay very good so we talked a little bit about the product tell me about you know how it works what it does how people can can order from you sure so at its it's it's very simple i mean if your listeners are imagining what a product is like it's as I mentioned, it's a sheet of acrylic glazing edged with our silicone glazing, and we make it the exact shape of the inside of your window frame. And so to install it, you just press it into the window frame and that silicone tubing compresses evenly all the way around the edge. And that's what makes sure that it's gonna perform really well and 
look really good and you want that nice even compression. But there's seven different grades of glazing optimized to solve different types of window problems. So a lot of our comfort uh, customers who want to block the drafts, they're going with our, uh, our standard grade product, right. which is the entry level price point. But another major issue for many people is blocking noise. And yes. it turns out a lot of historic buildings are in the urban core, or maybe they're on the old country highway and you have a beautiful building, but it's really noisy inside. So we actually have a lot of customers who'll purchase our product to block the noise. That's our acoustic grade product. It's thicker and it's gonna block more of the noise from entering in. Another product that's of great interest to preservationists is our museum grade window inserts. And we're using the same kind of acrylic that uh, you put artwork underneath. It's gonna block 98% of the UV light from entering into the interior space. And that of course is gonna preserve uh, everything inside from right. fading and damage from UV radiation. So we've done some installations of our museum grade at house museums or other uh, places of no notable historic, or it's just a homeowner has beautiful right. furnishings and they don't want them to, to be faded UV, and ruined yeah. by the sun, yeah. Does the, um, that I was just actually, I was thinking about a project that somebody had approached us with probably last spring and it was a house museum and they were, they were asking for solutions. So I, I, I will definitely send you their, their, send their information to, or your information to them, but so. they were asking me about, um, the, the film that you can get for windows. And mm -hmm. they, they, the person had told them that there was like a, um, a, a lifetime of that. Is there a lifetime on these? Like, do you have to replace them every so often because that degrades or is mm. it just, uh, yeah. Great question. No, our um, museum grade acrylic, all of our acrylic is warranted basically for, uh, it's a limited lifetime warranty as long yeah. as you own the home. Well, and that was my my mm. kind of gut. Like I, <laughs> I, I said to her, I said, well, I don't know what, what would like make it do that. Like there may be something technical that I'm not aware of, but I said, maybe they're just nervous that mm. they don't want it, that, you know, they want to make sure that it's not going to. So they're going to tell you that it only has a life, a limited lifespan. <laughs> no, our acrylic yeah. is optical grade acrylic and it does not yellow or craze with time. We use silicone uh, on our compression system. Silicone is, it's a, again, it's a very premium material, but it's extremely durable. It's impervious to UV radiation. It has a temperature range that goes from oven mitts to ice cube trays, right? Oh they my make goodness, yeah. All that stuff out of it, yeah. the same silicone material that we use in our compression tubes. So we're very comfortable. I mean, quality is an incredibly important part of what we do. Definitely. And that's yeah. why we have such an obsessive measuring system, but it's really meant to make sure the product fits just right the first time you press it into the window frame. Mm -hmm. That's incredibly important to us, but we want it to last a long time once it's there. So uh, we actually uh, use very durable materials. And in the case of our museum grade acrylic, the, uh, the, the UV filtration material is actually not a film on the acrylic. It's actually embedded. It's Fed a, into the acrylic, okay. into the acrylic yeah. itself. So it's, it's not going to peel off or anything. Yes. Like yeah. That. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I, I was not aware that you had that as an option. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I feel like I learned something every time I talk to people doing the podcast. So <laughs> okay. it's wonderful. Yes. Thank you. So, um, I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but tell me, um, oh, I don't know if we got to the how to order 
Um, mm, so how yeah, can yeah. someone how can someone order from you? Well, just go to indowindows.com. That's I-N-D-O-W-W-I-N-D-O-W-S.com. And we have a, just enter your information there. And um, most likely you'll be talking to one of our fit specialists who are team members here at Indo, whose job is really to help you understand whether or not our product is going to help you solve your window issues. Right. And, and their job is to help you find a good solution, even if it's not an into window insert, but if it's a good fit for you, then they'll help you guide you through the process, which, you know, the, our homeowners are able to go through the process without having anybody come into their homes. That's, you know, we do have dealers in certain markets who can do the measure and installation, but other customers will be able to do the measurement themselves mm -hmm. and then do the installation themselves because we've really made that part very accessible uh, to very, very many people. And uh, that's actually kind of comforting to some people in the COVID era that they don't have to have anybody else come into that's their home. That's true, yeah. So we do work, uh, we work with historic preservationists, we work with architects, we work with dealers. We, you know, we do commercial jobs, uh, you know, large jobs as well as residential. But if you, if someone just uh, does the lead capture on endowindows.com, then, um, or fills out the information on our form. We'll you, you, you were speaking marketing. I understood I you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm speaking. If you share your information with us, we'll take good care of it. And we'll make sure that you talk to somebody who can help you with your window problem. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about what makes Endo different from some of the other window retrofitting options. Right. Well, I think our position is really on the side of the customer and we want to uh, do whatever is right for the customer. I think that's just part of what makes Endo different. Our product is unique. It takes a totally different approach to how you can fix the challenges with your windows in a way that just minimizes the physical and aesthetic touch on the structure. So I think our product is, is, is quite different, but it's also how we go about trying to serve our customers and make, making sure that they have a great outcome that makes them happy. Uh, so I think that's probably the other big thing that distinguishes us besides our, our product is just how we try to approach making customers truly happy with their purchase all the way through the process. Yeah, customer service is very, very important. Um, so what um, what trends or challenges do you see in preservation from, from kind of your point of view? Sure, well, I know that the preservation community struggles with window replacement because the replacement window industry has done such a good job of- Oh my uh, goodness, you can't turn on daytime TV. <laughs> yeah, right without hearing from them about the, you know, that you need to replace your windows. And I think that creates uh, sometimes the preservationists end up dealing with some friction because the customer wants to replace their window. Right. And the, um, that's really an irrevocable and sad decision when it gets made. If you have beautiful windows that have lasted this long, then they could last centuries longer if you take right. care of them. So uh, I think that's just a big macro trend that continues to be a major issue. I would say the other part of something that we've been thinking about a lot, I would guess on a more personal level is mm -hmm. diversity, equity, and inclusiveness efforts. And how can we make sure that historic preservation as well as environmental preservation efforts are inclusive and that they serve a diverse population? 
uh, Indo is, um, you know, that's a, that's a challenge for us. And we would like to make sure that we're serving people and making window comfort and energy efficiency available to as many people as we possibly can. Right. I think that's also, um, you know, a great thought to have for the preservation community is how can we really open up our work to make it as inclusive as possible to make preservation, um, you know, historic preservation, something that preserves the histories of all different communities that make up our tapestry of a country. So I think that's a really interesting angle. Um, Endo has been doing a lot of outreach to young preservationists. Uh, we think that's important to, to train up this new generation of preservationists uh, as well as possible. So we've been enjoying pres uh, partnering with uh, young preservationists, but we're also looking for ways to incorporate DEI efforts more externally in our work out in the community and in the world, as well as internally the work we do within our walls uh, to make Indo itself a more diverse and equitable and inclusive place. No, I, and I think that, that that's a trend I've seen too in, in preservation and talking to people of house museums and telling the story of all the people that were there, not just the family that owned the house. Or, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, I think that that's really, I think that, that it's important because there's more to our history, our collective history than, you know, just the, just the headlines. Yes. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. Well, we look forward to partnering with you wherever possible in these ways. And um, I think yes. it's a great, um, you know, dialogue to have. And it's great that your preservation podcast is going to be surfacing these issues as well. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. Thank you. Um, so do you have any, um, anything that you would like to promote to our listeners? Well, um, we actually, uh, <laughs> you know, we, I might want to get back to you on a, a URL or something like okay, that. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll add it to, I'll make sure we add it to the website. Yeah, I think what our, you know, um, we don't like, we don't have a sale or anything like okay, that yeah. that's going right. on, but I think what I'd probably w would want to do, I should have had something ready for you at my fingertips, but what I'd probably want to do is direct people to our blog where we okay. uh, have, uh, where we often are placing uh, stories about our own historic preservation work. Oh, sure. and trying to talk about yeah. the work that we're doing in the historic preservation space. So find the blog on endowindows.com and learn more about our work in historic preservation. Sure. Yeah, I will, I will, I'll make sure that that links on our, on our site. So if somebody's listening, they can go and go okay. directly to you. And is there anything that you thought of that maybe you wanted to, to share that I didn't think to ask you that as we were talking? Well, I think we've, we've covered on, I think a lot of the really important things I, you know, from my point of view, uh, historic preservation as a topic, you know, I, I called myself an accidental historic preservationist okay. at the yes. beginning because, uh, you know, we, but it really was fundamental to the reason why I started the company, why I invented right. the product is to preserve the beautiful windows. But as I've thought more about historic preservation and what it means to our society, it feels like uh, our culture is constantly erasing um, the past. <laughs> we have such a reinvent uh, everything type of culture mm -hmm. here in the United States. But when we lose track of our past, uh, we lose our ability to navigate through the moral 
and uh, various challenges that we face, the future decisions, our ability to see the past is so tightly tied to our ability to understand the consequences of the actions that we take today. Yeah. And so I think historic preservation has an incredibly important role to play uh, in our communities and in, in our culture here in this country so that uh, we can keep forging our way towards um, a, a better society. It's an ongoing project that's never done, but uh, I think historic preservation has a really important part to play in it. I agree with you. And, and some things that I, one like revelation I had doing research uh, is that like, people haven't changed in, you know, people are the same. We've just, the, how we communicate or how, how, but, but people are still the same. I was doing um, research on uh, slavery in Lancaster County and the, somebody probably 30 years ago compiled a book of like the advertisements for, for runaways, but it also had like rogue wives and I forget what, the, oh, run the, the, the like indentured servants that had run away in, in these ads too. Well, one of them was like, I said, this is like a Facebook post. The man was mad at his wife because she left. So he went down to the newspaper office to put an ad in the paper to say that he didn't know why she left. I'm like, people haven't changed. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Well, that's, that's, yep. People are the same, you know, 300 years later, we just, we just have different ways of communicating it. So I, I find that as a thread, you know, in, in preservation too, that like, and then when we can look at it that way, we realize that maybe, you know, we're not, we don't have to reinvent everything. I, I totally right. agree with you. So. That's awesome. Dan. <laughs> so, uh, so how can someone contact you or Indo? I, I know you gave us the website. Is there, is, is that the yeah. best way? Do you have social media? Yeah, well, our phone number is 503-284-7, no, sorry, 503-505-7760. Okay, very good. And do you have any social media? Oh, yes. Um, so we are on uh, Facebook at Into Windows, or sorry, Facebook slash Into Windows. And we're on LinkedIn. If you're a, a professional in the trade, sure. such as an architect or a historic preservationist, uh, our LinkedIn page is really great. And you know we're uh, we're out there on Instagram and uh, everywhere else as well. Okay, well, very good. Thank you so much. I um I really I really enjoyed our conversation. And let me just that. you know I had one correction on the phone sure. number, so it's. Um, I, I gave the wrong one, but oh, okay. Be... Hold on, we can fix it. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. 503-284-2260. Okay, very good. I know I struggle with phone numbers now too, that my phone oh, like no, remembers all it all for me. I don't need to remember that. <laughs> so. Okay. so thank you very much. I appreciate your, um, your time today and I enjoyed our conversation. So did I. Well, I look forward to keeping track of your podcasts and yes. really appreciate you doing what you're doing. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Practical Preservation Podcast. The resources discussed during this episode are on our website at practicalpreservationservices.com forward slash podcast. If you received value from this episode and know someone else that will get value from it as well, please share it with them. Join us next week for another episode of the Practical Preservation Podcast. 
For more information on restoring your historic home, visit practicalpreservationservices.com.